Palestine, where I love... This is Q&A. Send us your question on 084-786-3132. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And continuing with this afternoon's Q&A program brought to you by the Capital Group of Companies. Do remember the Q&A is also going to be tomorrow night from 8 to 10 p.m. And then Mufti Saab also has a short Q&A program in the mornings. But Mufti Saab will tell us more about that and many of those that belong to other faiths are also encouraged to send in their questions during this Q&A, tomorrow night's Q&A, uh, also in the mornings when Mufti Saab is on air as well. We request Mufti Saab to say a few words about the morning program Q&A time. Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen, and we got further good news. I hope our Ma'a Salim Kareem, Hafidahullah, is listening, or his children, or spouse, or somebody listening. Then, inshallah, that I will send Maulana a message, inshallah, this afternoon, this evening, inshallah. So around, you see, the first thing I want to say, our program for now runs from 4 to 6. Ramadan, 3 to 6, inshallah. Ramadan, we give you extra hour with Allah's help, Allah's mercy, Allah's benevolence, and so forth. That's first issue. Second issue is the adhan we give, we follow the Durban time, okay? So you must remember that. So then when they give adhan, 4 o'clock, 4 or 5 or whatever, so that is following the Durban time because our time is going late and later yeah so that is there so i have to wait for our time to come in so for example today 406 407 so then after that i read my sunnats and i come so i come down tomorrow inshallah around 4 12 4 13 and then by the time we start will be around 4 14 4 15 but down from tomorrow the masjid that i go to for fajr salat mashallah the jamaat salat is 5 10 so jamaat is 5 10 so Muslim inshallah my slot tomorrow let's just take on the hour so 4.15 to 5.10 so what we do we have tafsir of the noble Quran first inshallah Aziz and then we have news views interviews I see the Muslims and non-Muslims they like it all this you see I get good feedback on that mashallah even some journalists who are not Muslims you understand they enjoy it they take news from us and write it their papers or they say it wherever they are I got no problem at all with that our aim is to teach you the correct news we have the best we must share it with the rest and then we open the floor whatever questions you send i don't uh, see any of the questions and we encourage you you're the jew you're the christian you're the uh, 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 buddhist you're, you're uh, whatever you must remember uh, atheist or whatever you ask your question we got no problem you can castigate me criticize me we got no problem at all you must remember that but when i start explaining to you then i want you also must be fair and many of them say that you know they didn't know these type of things so that is your platform preference will be given to non-muslim listeners so tomorrow my program inshallah inshallah aziz will start at 4 15 and i must thank our engineers you know my brother junid mota what he does here me i don't know till now you know so you must remember he comes here at two o'clock up past two one day i came i looked for him i couldn't find him so in the whole place so where i found him here yeah, the bottom is putting some wire and all that i said what are you doing he said no there's a loose wire i was just fixing it up 
I'm looking for him everywhere. So Junaid Mutai is like our jinnat, you know. So you look at him, he goes to China Mall every second day. Or so. He looks like a Chinese, but he's smiling day and night. Allah reward him, mashallah, special person. Then our brother Riyaz Hussein Day in the Ansar Studios. Allah reward him, reward all the directors of Radio Ansar International. So it's big sacrifice, you know, mashallah. So that is how we have to carry on with the message and the mission, inshallah, Aziz. Our very first question for this particular segment is, what's the latest news from India? The latest news from India is this, you Muslims better wake up and understand things. 1992, I remember very well, these two incidents took place. You must remember our Hamas. They kicked them out from Palestine and put them in the snow. You must remember between Palestine and Lebanon and so forth. And remember this and all this, they survived, you know. That is the sacrifice you must remember they made. That was 92, December, January. And on the other side, remember in India, Quran says our worst enemies are the Jews and the Hindus. But we never will say every Jew, every Hindu. You can just Google it and see. So you must remember that your worst, worst enemies are the Jews and the Bushrikin idol worshippers, Hindus. But not all. We'll say majority of them. Now what happens in India at that time? The Babri Masjid. Thousands of Muslims got killed and so forth and so on. This happened in 92. The place name is called Ayodhya. So you must remember Modi, the butcher of Gujarat. He knows how to play his cards. So now elections are coming up in India. So now tomorrow... 22nd of January 2024 is the official opening of their big temple, Mandir, and so forth and so on. They in Ayodhya, brand new airport, brand new railway station, and they spend billions and billions of dollars, not rupees, dollars, for this. The whole area, 100 kilos and surroundings, have been transformed. You won't recognize it, you must remember that. And the people are going to go there from where and where and foreign guests and dignitaries are invited and so forth and so on. So for this, but for me and you as Muslims, you see, this is my lament to Allah Ta'ala. Wa ilallah mushtaka Ya Allah, we complain to you, Ya Allah. Our students also majority, the ummat also majority, don't read. If they read, they read some nonsense, you understand? They had some Hollywood, Bollywood, Robin Hood, Tiger Hood, some nonsense, satanic thing. I'm speaking of majority. You must start reading, have that passion, that love, that enthusiasm. I must read five hours a day, three hours a day, two hours a day, like that. Then you will learn something. So today somebody sent me a very interesting article. He says that you can go check it up. He says that you must remember the Indian media, the Hindu media, is telling the world that this temple, Mandir, they built, you must remember, is three kilometers away from the Babri Masjid. You must remember that. Babur was the Muslim ruler at that time. So you must remember that. So Babri Masjid, that's how they call it there. But he says, whether it's true or not true, I don't know. I'm just telling you the message I received. He said, when I made a proper research on Google and so forth, it was Ainejaga, the exact place where the masjid was. You must remember that. They put it up. Now, which version is true, I don't know. 
But there is a question mark. Is this temple three kilometers away from the original masjid, the Babri masjid? Or is it at the exact spot where the mosque was, you must remember, and so forth? Be that as it may, the fact remains is this. You see, we Muslims, when Pakistan was built in 1947, and then one million people, Muslims, lost their lives, you must remember that, want to go to Pakistan and so forth. These are all our sad pages in history. So the point I want to make here is this, then it became three countries. There was Hind, one India, and then it became Pakistan and India, then it became Bangladesh and so forth. So all this here, to the detriment of the Muslim, so many Muslims left, and this Ayodhya, and you take Jalandar, and you take Amritsar, and all that. There were thousands and hundreds of thousands of Muslims, but what happened? When the Muslims left, so so many of our Masajid just got neglected, we know Babri Masjid because of what happened there. But how many other Masjid? It's no more a Masjid. How many Qabristan, Makbara are no more a Muslim graveyard? How many Akhanka totally destroyed and now taken by the enemies? So we must think about that properly. You must remember that our forefathers built it, but who was there to look after it? Mawla Abdul Haq Umarji Rahimahullah whose son just passed away a few days ago Allah give father, son, all of them genital fiddles Mawla Abdul Haq Umarji was a, he's a student of Hazrat Madani Shaykh al-Islam Nawarallah Marqadahu Hazrat Madani passed away in 1957 Hazrat Mawla Abdul Haq Umarji qualified in 55 Mawla Qasim Sema came back in 44 so anyway you must remember when the two used to speak I just used to listen polished Urdu Mawla Umarji's English was not right you know, in the Dalum Jalsa in Newcastle, every year he made the same mistake. What are the objectives of a Darulum? He would say, what are the objections of a Darulum? So I just used to look at him. What is our elder? What can I tell him? I just look down and keep quiet. So Allah grant him Jannatul Firdaus. So Muhammad Marji had a lot of time for India and, you know, the Muslims and so forth. So his last journey, he went to India. So a hundred years ago, give and take this way, that way, there was a Muhammad Abdul Haq. And he established a madrasa, a Darulum, but then it went into ruins and so forth. Hazrat Mawlana Abdullah Kumarji Durban took, you must remember, thousands of rain, whatever, and so forth. He said, we must refurbish and revive this masjid, Darulum, and everything else. Lo and behold, the Darulum started, everything, students came, ulama came, and everything. The person who was present there told me this. He said, Me mawjuta. the Imam was delivering the Jumma khutbah, the Friday sermon, Mohan Abdullah Umarji was there, then he becomes Rahimamullah, then he becomes Nawarallah Marqadahu, he passes away while the khutbah was on. This Mohan Abdul Haq, South Africa, Afriki, and Mohan Abdul Haq of India, so they, they said, no, we must bury them, bury Mohan Abdul Haq Umarji next to the original Bani, the original founder, and so forth, Mohan Abdul Haq of India. See, he went, he took the fikr, and what the death Allah gave on a Friday while the khutbah was on and so forth. So me and you, you live in you live in South Africa, but your family is in Mirzapur, Palanpur, Saharanpur, Chakmalpur, and whichever poor, Dabelpur, and we are Colvertpur. You must go there. Don't just sell all the properties and make money and all that. 
I asked one person today, they, what you doing here? He said, made to international lawyer, who may? I said, well, what you doing? He said, all the people who got properties in India, we're selling it, and then I showed them what to do. I said, now see. So we must not sell all our things there. You sell half, keep quarters, but it's all right. But keep the properties there and go look after your darulums. Go look after your madrasas. Go look after your, your forefathers' graveyard and so forth and so on. When I went, you must remember to poor Bandar. I told you the story, Afsab. So you must remember that story time. Sure. 1995, we went for Umrah. You understand? Then we went Pakistan and Umrah, and then we landed up there in Bombay. I said, me, I can't travel with this bus and train. Let's just go by plane. So from there, Porbandar, you must remember, from Bombay, we went to Porbandar. Porbandar is very famous. Gandhi was born there. So cut long story short, I spent two nights there, one day there. And everything, we went to see this, that. From there, I went to our gam, our village, Banvar, B-H-A-N-V-A-D. It's spelled Banvard, but they pronounce it Banvar, you see. I said, I must go see my roots from where my great-great-grandparents and them came. One hour, you see. So you must know Maimon, obviously, when you're going there. Then only, because everybody speaks Maimon. So we reached there, Hanifa Bai. Hanifa Masi was there. Hanifa Bai is like the mayor there. She gets every day tapal. Now you won't understand tapal. In 95, 94, Mandela came into power. So I told her, Masi, Mandela ke tre feri tapal ne jurno ne anke jureto. You get posts three times a day. Even Mandela doesn't get three times a day. And 80% of the posts is all drafts from South Africa, you know. She was like the secretary, treasurer, giving out money, and everybody trusted her. And really, she did a great service there for the people. So anyway, she had a secretary, Abdul Ghaffarba. They all passed away. Allah give them. So I told him, Abdul Ghaffarba, don't tell me stories and all that. See, I'm Abdul Qadir. My father is Ismail. He's buried in Heidelberg. My grandfather is Usman. He's buried in Balfour. Hussein is buried here. So show me. He said, Ba, make I don't know. I said, no, thanks. That at least you spoke the truth. Otherwise, they show you one cover here and they tell you this is Hussein's grave, you know. So, you know, in India, how things work and all that. So he said, make I don't know. I said, very good. But I know he's here in the graveyard. So we went there. We made dua for everybody, all these type of things. Then you can't go to India without giving money, you know. So the amount was made a long queue. One side for the men, one side for the woman. And this India guy, they can smell that rupee from very far I'm telling you so they all stand in a line and they, they come second time also he said now we can age you I said I just gave you just now so this time then they run away they'll take chances you see cut long story short so now we're coming back so when he come back now I must go back to Bombay and that so we come to Porbandar Airport, I see is written there on the board, you see. What's written there? Plane delay. If you've been here, Kimli and Bloemfontein Airport, just like that small airport. So I said to my wife, you sit there and let me make one chakkar, you know, I can't sit still, you know. So I'm looking around, I see a helicopter coming. So I say, this is interesting, let's see. Then one guy came out, oh, what are they charging? Say free. I said, what? So until that time, I didn't sit in a helicopter. This is December 95. So now that pilot came out. He's a Sikh, you know, with a big turban and that. So I know what to do. I said, sir, speak with authority, you see. I'm a South African. I'm a tourist. I'm visiting your poor bandar. Very interesting. I went to the Gandhi Museum. When are you taking me in that helicopter? He said, you next. I said, well, my wife is with me. He said, no problem. He said, I'm going to washroom. I'll come back now. I called my wife and everything very good. Here he came. 
So it's four-seater, you know, the helicopter. So he's in front, and I'm the next to him, and my wife and one Hindu lady at the back. So here we take off. In the from there, you know, it's 15 minutes, 20 minutes in the air. He's giving us running commentary. This is poor Bandar, and this happened here, and this happened here. After 15, 20 minutes, he stops his stationary. Mu'allak bayna samai wal earth. On top is the sky, the bottom is the ocean. Poor Bandar. Bandar Ga is a sea, ocean there, and big harbor there, and so forth. So he tell me, now you ask me questions. Q&A people ask me, but they, I have to ask the question. What people use on the radio, you know this earphone business. Me, I don't use the thing here. Even as here, I tell him that thing I don't like. Even now, I don't use all these things. Make my ears pain, that thing. So you must remember this. So anyway, so I told him, yeah, give it to me. I'll ask you. Question number one, sir. Every time I ask him, sir. 1995 December. Sir, what speed we going? How many miles, how many kilos? He said, no. No miles, no kilos. We're going knots here. And that. he explained to me, all right. Question number five. I asked him, sir, I travel this country, this country. Nobody, they tell you, nowhere they take you free of charge in a helicopter. For what we going free here in this? He starts smiling. He said, you don't know. I say, what, sir? You say, this helicopter is not working. We're testing it out. <laughs> so now I look at the back. I see my wife is about to cry. I say, read la ilaha illa anta subhanak. Inni kutubina Hindu lady also, first time she heard that. She started reading her thing, whatever she was reading. So I told him, sir, I think this now Q&A has come to an end. Better take us down now. So alhamdulillah, we came down safe and sound. So in India, funny, funny things happen. So tomorrow they got a big thing going on there. You as a Muslim, me as a Muslim, Always read this dua. Read with me. Allahumma inni a'udhu bika. Allahumma inni a'udhu bika. Oh, beloved Allah, I seek your protection. Min al-kufri from blasphemy. Was shirki and from polytheism, idol worship. How many idols they're going to worship? They got lingam, the private part of the male. They got yoni, the private part of the female. They got Ganeshi, the elephant. They got Hanuman, the monkey. They got Ganpati, you must remember, the rat and the mouse and so forth. So that day, I've been to all these places. I went in the mandirs and I go study, I go see. I go to the Buddhist one, yeah, in Bronkersprate. So when I went there, the first time they allowed me, I only go there to get the literature. This other thing is not going to interest me. So second time I went there, I told him I want to go. He said, you can't go inside. I said, what do you mean I can't go? He said, no, they're resting now. The idols are resting. Can you believe that? You understand? So this Buddhist guy told me that. So anyway, this type of funny, funny things happens there. So read this dua always. Let's read again. Allahumma inni a'udhu becoming al-kufri. Oh Allah, I seek your protection from blasphemy and kufr. Was shirki and polytheism, idol worship. Wannifati and from hypocrisy. When Allah saves us from these three and we have true Iman, through Islam, then inshallah, inshallah, the end result will be Jannatul Firdaus al A'la. We go straight to Jannatul Firdaus. We fadlillahi wa rahmatihi wa karamihi wa judihi through the grace, mercy, and benevolence of Almighty Allah alone. Allah majalna minhum. Ya Allah, make us from them. Allah majalna al mumtazin al mutafawwiqin al muflihin ya allah make us from the successful ones ya rabbal alamin amen
Saib, is there a dua to read for someone who has epileptic uh, seizures? Anybody. Today I had to go to the doctor. I wanted something. It was closed. But they saw me. So the youngster there, he said, what you want? I said, they just sort this thing out there. So they sorted it out one minute for me. One prescription I wanted. So anyway, so I had a good laugh there anyway. So anyway, you must remember this. When I go to the doctor, so then I told him, but isn't your son sick? He said, yes. I said, bring your phone here. So then they said, why? I said, I'll give you a nice dua. So I read it. They said, yeah. You must read this. I also will read, and my son also. I said, yeah, call your son. I'll teach him. So whenever a person is sick, all of you must learn this dua. Chapter 21, Surah Anbiya, verse 83. And that is in the 17 Jews, 17 Supara. And what is the dua? Nabi Ayyub, alayhi salam's dua. Some ulama say 17 years, some say 14 years, some say 18, 20. Whatever it is, it was muddatun tawila, a long period he was ill and he cried he petitioned Allah chapter 21 verse 83 Anni you brother sister got epilepsy read read now with me Anni masaniyadurru Anni masaniyadurru Ya Allah this calamity this disaster this sickness has afflicted me Wa anta arhamur rahimin wawhaliya whilst you Allah alone, anta arhamur rahimin. You are the most merciful one to show mercy. Just read in front, Surah 21, verse 87. Now you got worry, you got sorry, you got anxiety. You will find the dua of Nabi Yunus alayhi salam there. And what is that? La ilaha illa anta subhanak inni kuntu minadhalimin. Allah Jalla wa says, I remove the worry, sorry, anxiety from Nabi Yunus alayhi salam. But for you also, وَكَذَلِكَ نُنْجِ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ Those who are ill and sick, Surah 21, verse 83. Those who have worry, sorry, anxiety, Surah 21, verse 87. Those of you married three years, five years, ten, fifteen years, nothing happening, shooting blanks the whole time. So you must remember what happens. Read the dua. Surah 21, verse 89. So the B. Zakaria, salam. Subhanallah. Three duas of Anbiya. First, Nabi Ayyub, alayhi salam. Nabi Yunus, alayhi salam. Then, Nabi Zakaria, alayhi salam. He's crying, begging, petitioning Allah. Chapter 21, verse 89. Rabbi la tadharni farda. Ya Allah, don't leave me alone, ya Allah. I want the son, not for inheritance. Anbiya, prophets don't inherit. They don't leave money for children and that. The mission and message must continue. He, Zakaria, alayhi salam, is old. His wife, Alisha, radiallahu anha, is old. So Allah says, وَأَسْلَحْنَا لَهُ زَوْجَا we made it possible and we made everything, you understand, for the wife, for the husband, everything in their old age. Then she gave birth, Alicia gave birth to who? Yahya alayhi salam. John the Baptist, as you Christians, and they say, we don't say all that, we just say Yahya alayhi salam. So even in their old age, Nabi Zakaria alayhi salam made dua, Nabi Ibrahim alayhi salam made dua. So when you are ill and sick, read Surah 21, verse 83. Hadith Bukhari Sharif, read Surah Fatiha seven times and blow on yourself. And read anywhere in the Quran. وَنُنَزِّلُ مِنَ الْقُرْآنِ مَا هُوَ شِفَاءٌ You heard of a person, Evasena? Evasena wrote a book called Kenan. 
That's all anglicized. They made it English, remember. It's Ibdesi. Nah, he wrote the book called Qanun. Big doctor, physician, all that. So he went to the patient. He found the imams up there. He told Imam Sab, what you doing here? He was but upset. You know, sometimes the doctors, they get very, very worked up also. So then he, Imam Sab was a man of great wisdom. He said, Ibn Sina, what the great physician, doctor you are. You wrote the Qanun. And he praised him lavishly. He started smiling ear to ear. Then he said, but your brother is a kanjus, a makichus. Yet your brother is a miser, is stingy, and so forth. He wiped that smile off his face. He said, look at it, Ibn Sina. The taqat, the impact, the, and what effect? Kalamul bashar. Human being speech has. So if I told you two minutes ago, praising you, you were flying figuratively, and just 30 seconds I criticize your brother, and you can see your body language, if that is the impact of human speech, then what do you think is the impact of Kalamullah, the direct speech of Almighty Allah? I was reading Quran. I was blowing on this person. So that is a great thing to do also. Then Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam taught us the hadith in the marasil of Imam Abu Dawood. Give out charity on behalf of people who are sick. So many people are sick. Ya Allah, all those who are sick, you give them shifa, you give them cure, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, let them experience Ramadan, Ya Allah. So the people are so worried. Maybe I won't be able to fast. And no. So you cry to Allah and give out charity also. Everything is in the hands of Almighty Allah. Yesterday or the other day, what's today? Sunday, Friday it was. A person, I can't take his name. I don't know from where he is. And he gave me, his, he just tell me, I'm in a dire straits. My father is in hospital and we're having big jagra and so forth argument. He's on ventilator and so forth. What must we do? I say, just tell the doctor, take the ventilator, everything out. You understand? Oh yeah, it was Thursday. I said, just tell him Thursday, he must take everything out. Maybe your father will get the Jumma death. And I told him I did it for my brother also. So that gave him a lot of himmat and courage and so forth. I don't know what happened after that. So anyway, you must remember this. So we, the, today, if you got medical aid and that, these clinics, they make you a nice milking cow, you know. One man, two man, three man. By the time the bull comes, it's two million, three million, like that, and all these kind of things. So just pull everything out, and they can't do anything. You will pass away on the appointed time. That is our belief, and la shakka is absolutely no doubt in that. So that is what we must believe in, and always ask Allah for khair. If the person is critical, Allahumma in kanatil hayatu khair allahu fahi. Ya Allah, if life is better, give life to the person. Wa in kanatil wafatu khair allahu. If death is better for the person, give him death, Ya Allah. So that is what Islam teaches us. We say Jazakallah khairan to Mufti Sahib for this afternoon's Q&A program. We'll be continuing with the Q&A shortly after the break. And do remember the Q&A program is also on Monday nights from 8 to 10 p.m. We'll be back with you after this. Divine in Palestine where I lived with a family on a farm. Every day before dawn the roosters would call before Fajr Salah was performed. Then labor and toil in the fields so in seed We would witness the farm transform I was a grapevine in Palestine Where I lived with a family on a farm 
Then the day came I will never forget when they pulled our roots from the soil. They slashed every vine and they chopped every tree. Every chicken inside they killed. I was a grapevine in Palestine and I have a story to tell. The farmers watched in vain, filled with tears and pain, as the bullets went flying in. Oh, what a price to pay, pay for this land, this land of Palestine. I was a grapevine in Palestine, where I... This is Q&A. Send us your question on 084-786-3132. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And continuing with this afternoon's Q&A program, once again we would like to remind you just around 10, t- uh, 10 to 4, be in readiness where Mufti Sa will be leading us in the dua. Okay, continuing with the Q&A program, Mufti Sa, if you are, if you are chased, Will you be guaranteed to get a chaste partner? Almighty Allah Jalla Wala informs us, you must remember in the Noble Quran, chapter 24, verse 26, If you lead a chaste pure life, inshallah, Aziz, with the grace and mercy of Allah, Allah will give you a chaste spouse also. And if you lead an immoral life, going to the street ladies, street men, and thus having affair and all that, you're a Romeo Casanova, then you won't get that. You also will get the woman who's Khabitha. Al-Khabitha to Lil-Khabithin. Wal-Khabithuna Lil-Khabithat. And even if you get the chaste lady, you will find you'll get tired of her after three months, six months, one year, because she don't want to do the things you want to do. You want to watch the porn. You want to go to the clubs. You want to go here and there and so forth and therefore there won't be compatibility and so forth in most instances so but that does not mean we sit on our laurels and think of hadi and so forth we must cry and beg almighty Allah Jalla wala. and what will you say surah 25 verse 74 Rabbana hablana min azwajina wa zurriyatina ayun you youngsters remember you're bursting with energy and you just want to park today they just park anywhere Madam and Eve Madam and Steve Adam and Eve and Adam and Steve and all of the haram business fornication adultery gay business lesbian and so forth so we must lead a pure and a chaste life and we married also we married 5 years 10 years 50 years still beg Allah Allah Ta'ala keep it a long honeymoon yet to act namunahe jannat ki is a small little example of jannah where the husband and wife click what the meaning of click that the bodies don't meet only but the hearts meet therefore those of you old topaz and all tired and retired like me now so you understand so you must remember that you must embrace your wife you must tell her you love her and so for don't take her for granted keep that sparkle you see you have to keep the candle burning in south africa you see dc direct current ac alternate current a and c and no current you heard what jacob zuma said jacob zuma is still thinking to become president maybe he becomes you don't know you know a lot of funny things happen 
He says we must take the Eastern Cape, this Port Elizabeth, East London and all, and Western Cape, this Cape Town and all that, and merge it into one. Then the DA will be marginalized. You see, Zuma, you'll know Zuma. Zuma, when he was in Robben Island, so when I went first time, they told us that. That day I cried, you know, there at Robben Island. And the guy who was taking us around, he spent about 20 years. And the stories... What were stories, man? The real zulam and oppression. So then I went two, three times again, but then the the first time was the best. So he told us, you understand, that this was the first multiracial university. That you had the Africans there, you had the whites there, you had the Indians there, you had the coloreds there and all. And remember, they used to play chess. You know the game chess. He said Zuma was the professor of chess. He was the ustad, like. He knew which way to move, right, left. I'm not saying chess is permissible. Chess in Islam is not permissible. But I'm giving you something about Zuma. I got nothing to do with Zuma. I never met him or anything. I never voted for him. So I'm just telling you, so Zuma is playing his cards again. He's playing the chess game, you see. So anyway, you must remember these kind of things. Yeah? So Almighty Allah, Allah, make it such that our country also, so we must be husband, wife. We must keep the light and keep that, fl- that flicker and that love always on. Don't take for granted the wives. Then the marriage ends up a stale marriage and you must remember this. Then the husband is on the docks and the marriage is on the rocks and so forth. So all of you, male and female, you must read and should read. Surah 25, verse 74. Rabbana habalana min azwajina Ya wadudu, ya wadudu, ya wadud. Ya Allah, you are the creator of love. Allahumma alif bayna qulubina. So when you embrace your wife, your husband, remember that, then the bodies must meet and the hearts must meet and read. Ya wadudu, ya wadud. Ya Allah, you are the creator of love. Bring that ulfa, mahabba, mawadda within our hearts. We both must be on the same page. If you're not on the same page, then always there'll be rows and ructions and then fighting like cats and dogs. You can see how many people today remember this. We think that they're leading a happy life. But when they start speaking, they see Memon got some very good words. When they start speaking that inner secrets of their heart and their stomach and their mind, then you understand that this guy here and his wife and children the real dysfunctional family, you must remember that. Manjope jo arman wo. That's the word I was looking for in the Majlis. So I was saying that Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wasallam he said in the ending of his life, Mubarak, that what he said, the master, as-salah, as-salah. So I said in Memon, we got a special word for it. I was there when my father passed away, my mother passed away, and they told certain words, for example, then we say, Manjope jo arman wo. This was the last, last desire and wish of my father. How much important? But the ordinary people, they're not special people. This is Mustafa, Rahmatulil Alameen, Khatamun Nabiyyin, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam telling us. So we all should try and understand this type of things here. That keep that love and that flying, you must remember, that spark and so forth. Then you will see that how much the children and everybody else will be connected and united, inshallah.
Mufti Saib, can one discharge one's zakat by paying the rent for a person eligible for zakat? As long as the person is not your son, not your daughter, not your father, not your mother, grandparents, and if it is, you understand, a Muslim person, and you are sure that this person is in dire straits, he can't even pay his rental and so forth. The problem today is that people will come ask you for zakat, but they got two, three cars. I know of people, Mufatiyas, who do this, and then they got two, three cell phones, they got TV, and that's so how you can give them zakat. In those cases, is not permissible. That they will tell you they want rental money, but they got two cars or three cars or even one car. But go see there, they got big, big TV, they got money for subscription, they got money for this. So people like that, then you can't give the card. You must remember. So it's not a yes and no answer. It's an answer. You, the person who's paying the zakat, you must do some investigation also. Every day you will get people. Sometimes they're not even Muslim. They just learn the word, Salam alaikum. They make it Salam alaikum. They got that, you see. So if you want to give these type of characters, you know they're not Muslim, they only know the salam, then give them charity, sadaqah, voluntary charity. You can't give them zakat and that. Zakat, the recipient must be a Muslim, must be mustahik and must be poor. Almighty Allah, two places mentioned. Let's go see in the Quran. Chapter number five, sorry, chapter number nine, chapter number nine, and that is Surah Tawbah, verse 60. Allah mentions the eight categories you must remember of the people who are entitled to receive zakat. Chapter nine, verse 60, and what Allah says, Faridatam min Allah, this has been ordained and prescribed by Almighty Allah Azza wa Jalla. And where Almighty Allah speaks of the shares of the heirs, this is the father's share, this is the mother's share, this is the husband's share, this is the wife's share, this is the daughter's share. Then what Allah Ta'ala says after that, Surah 4, chapter 4, verse number 11, Faridatam min Allah, the shares have been ordained and prescribed by Almighty Allah. It's not me and you unilaterally, we can just give who we want to. So, and we write there, this must go, and we deprive somebody, we disown somebody, we decrease somebody. No, all haram, serious, serious consequences they are. So we need to understand these conditions as well. Yes, I have. The husband passed away and the wife made nikah within a two-month period. Is the nikah valid? If the husband passed away and after two months the wife got married, you call that nikahul mu'tadda. She was in iddat and she got married. That type of nikah is null and void. And for her to live with the so-called inverted commas husband, they're living in sin. Every moment Allah Ta'ala's curse is upon them. So when the iddat husband passes away, the iddat will be for the her or the widow 130 days. One, three, oh, our brother Shafaat passed away. So I sent a message, everything to Appa. Your iddat is 130 days from time of death. And you must stay in your house. And you can't be wearing new clothes. You can't be wearing jewelry. I'm applying this, giving a message to all of you. And remember this, you can't be applying henna and all these type of things. So these are the laws that are mentioned in the Quran Sharif, in the Sunnah Mubarakah and so forth. Now this lady and that husband, Allah alone knows, because of jahalat, ignorance or whatever, so they got married after two months. So that nikah is fasid, is batil, nal, 
and void. So after the 130 days, you must remember, even if they're loving a so-called husband-wife, remember Allah's curse is on them. So when the iddat expires 130 days, then uh, they must renew that nikah, and that is compulsory, and with that they must make toba, and you must remember they must beg Almighty Allah for forgiveness for this gross, gross violation of the laws of idda. So therefore we must know all these basic rules. If the lady is pregnant, then remember when she gives birth to the baby, then the iddat will finish. So that is, these are the basic laws that we should understand and we should know. A person made wasiya for a certain madrasa and before he passed away he withdrew it. Is that valid? Yes, 100% is valid. Wasiya is for none heirs. You said that I'm giving 1,000 rand, 10,000 rand to that person, to that institution and so forth. Then circumstances change. Maybe you needed it, your children needed it, or somebody else needed it, who you feel is more deserving. And while you are healthy, while you are so forth in this proper frame of mind, and you change your will, you change your wasiya, and what you wanted to bequeath to people post-death, maximum is one third after the burial expenses and after the debts of the deceased that is business debts corporate debts your personal debts now you change it it's totally permissible no problem that person can say hey how come you change it and i'm not getting anything and so forth so that is your own prerogative and you can do that there's no no sin at all upon you this particular person says that, you know, they, they have many sada that that's as qadha. What happens if they are not able to complete or to read all the qadha sada uh, before one passes on? What's going to be the situation? Very, very good question. You got 20, 10 years, 30 years qadha. So start qadha. You can read day and night. You must remember that only when the sun is rising, you can't read. When the sun is setting and 10, 15 minutes before that, you can't read. When the sun is is at Istiwa, the Zenith, you must remember. Beside these three times, before Asr, after Asr, before Fajr, after Fajr, before sunrise, all that you can read, all night you can read. So there's ample time to read. But this person was trying, my uncle, you must remember that. He, he told me himself, you know, he heard the talk, whatever we were giving, and he said, no, I must not qada. And then Thursday night, he passes away. You must remember that while making dua in the masjid. It wasn't masjid the time of musalla. Afterwards, it became, Hajibai Padia used to tell me, Rahimamullah, you know, by Murta was waliullah. He used to tell me, Aapke chacha ke mot par mujhe rushk aati hai. That how your uncle passed away, I'm envious of that, you see. So he made qada for how many years? And then Allah took him away also, Laylatul, Laylatul Jumu'ah, the night of Friday, while making dua and so forth. So remember this, now you have to read qada for 10 years, 15 years, 20 years. So you made qada for 2 years, 5 years, 10 years, but not all. So what happens in a case like that? So kafara will be compulsory. This is according to the Hanafi school only. Hanafis will say in your will, you must stipulate that I did not read qada for one year, two years, whatever. And now from my estate, remember, 
that you must pay for every salat. So first will be the burial expenses. Second will be the debts of the deceased and business debts and personal debts. And third will be wasiyah. So wasiyah will be include that for every salat he will work on 30 rand, 35 rand and you multiply it times 6. So just say, I just make a figure right plus minus. So round figure 200 rand per day. So now if you must uh, say 10 salat, you must remember. So now it's 2,000 rand. So you can come up to a very big amount. So whatever amount there is there, one third you must remember. So that must be paid and so forth. And then the children must see if they want to take from their shares and pay. Otherwise they must make dua for their deceased father, mother and so forth. Allah Jalla Wala make maghfirat and forgive them. But that is compulsory upon you. When you know you started your qada but you will not complete it, then you must include that clause in your will and a wasiyah must be made that your kafara for your salat must be paid as well. But you must try during your lifetime to read all the qada salat that we omitted and must from the time we became baligh and mature. Mufti Sahib, is Isari Sawab permissible for the living and what's the correct pronunciation of Isari Sawab? It's Alif, what people call Alif, actual term is Hamza, Ya, Sword, and Alif and Lam, Iswali Thawab, with the Sword. It means that the reward must reach other people. In Islam, you make Isali Thawab for the deceased, provided they're Muslim, not for non-Muslims. And then you make Isali Thawab for people who are alive, people who are still to come. You are now in Makkah Mukarramah, my sister, and you are pregnant, expecting, and you will give a birth, for example, in Ramadan, for example. So you're making Tawaf. Ya Allah, I'm opening my son, my daughter's account with this Tawaf. Totally permissible. You give out 50 rand, 100 rand. Ya Allah, this is for the people of the past, the people who are living now, the people still to come and pass away with Iman, Islam. So I'm doing this for them. How many times we made Hajj like that? How many times we made Umrah like that? How many times we made Tawaf like that? So I can tell all of you, I perform a Hajj for you. I perform a Umrah for you. Uh, we don't know you, but Alhamdulillah, wa rahmati wa siyat kulla shay. My mercy envelopes and encompasses everything and remember we used to say as to tell my wife and others who are close to me you perform first hajj you made umrah you did went medina so many times so make intention like this ya allah from the time of nabi adam alayhi salatu salam right till the last baby to be born and those who will live with iman and die with iman ya allah jalla you reward them the maximum reward the optimum sawab and reward you give them so so we, the Ahlu Sunnah al don't confine it only to the deceased. Those who passed away with Iman Islam, those who are alive, and those yet to come, for them also you can make Isali Sawab, like the examples I gave you. Mufti Sahib, when should the Ayatul Kursi and the Tasbihat be recited after the Fars Sada, after the Sunnat Sada? When is the best time to do so? The best time is, for example, Fajr and Asr, there's no Salat after that, so you read it then. And in Zohar and Maghrib and Isha, 
Majority scholars say you read it after the first Salat. And some scholars say you read it after the Sunnah or Nafil Salat. So it's a flexible issue, but best is to read it straight after the first Salat. For example, you want to read Aital Kursi. The Imams have made Assalamu Alaikum wa Rahmatullah. So you read Allahu Akbar. You read Astaghfirullah. Allah Akbar once, Istighfar thrice. And then you read Ayatul Kursi, AK 255. So you must learn the Ayatul Kursi. Remember that. And then your Tasbih and so forth. So today I made a joke with Hazrat Mufti Zawlaksab. I said, Hazrat, Amari Yaha Tasbih Fatimi here. Fatima, Subhanallah, Alhamdulillah, Allah Akbar. Ye Jutla ke Yaha, these Jutlas, they got another Tasbih. They're making Yahya Sinwar, Yahya Sinwar, Yahya Sinwar. Day and night they're thinking of him. Where is he? We're bombing here, bombing here, bombing there. We well, can't find him. But they don't know Yahya Sinwar knows Hebrew and he's listening, he intercepts. They got everything there well connected in their nafaq and in their tunnels and their, their tunnels are bigger in space, you know, in area-wise, bigger than Tel Aviv. So how well they organize everything there. With Allah's help, Allah's mercy, Allah is giving them victory. So before they can come and attack, he knows where they're going to be. Then he moves here, he moves there, running the operation from underground. You see? So Yahya Sinwar is giving the Jutlas, the Haramis, Bibi, Netanyahu, and them sleepless nights. How can this one man run such an operation, 10,000, 20,000, and beat us? We are Israel. We are America. We are Britain. Great Britain. There's nothing great about you now. And remember, we are France and Germany and still you defeat us so our soldiers are gone mad you must remember the one Jutla shot the other Jutla because you gone crazy you must remember that so this is Kuwata Imani how Allah blesses them with Iman remember this type of thing I give you one story then I go for Dua you know the leader of Hamas currently is who? Ismail Haniya go read his profile go read his life history and so forth and speaking of that Sheikh Yusuf Qardawi, who we met, we met him in Makkah, South African. Sheikh Yusuf Qardawi wrote, one is biography. I write about you, your life, and so forth. One is autobiography. You write it yourself or you dictate it and so forth. You see, Hazrat Sheikh, Hazrat Mawana Zakaria, Sheikh Uladis, Nawarallah Marqada, who wrote a book, Abbitis. People who don't understand Urdu, they say Abbitis, wrong. Abbiti. So that is autobiography. So Sheikh Yusuf Qardawi wrote there. It's a big lesson for all of us. And he titled his autobiography, Sheikh Yusuf Qardawi, Rahimamullah, Ibnul Qatar. Ibn al-Qatatib means what? So that I am a student, the son of the primary madrasas. What a title he wrote. He was like the Allama, he was like the Mufti, he was of the Sheikh in the Arab world and so forth. We don't agree with all these fatwas, but his khidmat and service and legacy is great. You must remember that. But he went back to his roots. If you study his life, he says, when I used to read and the teachers used to teach us of Imam Ghazali, rahimahullah, my tears would just flow and flow. And then he wrote the book, Al-Imam Al-Ghazali, Bainama Dihihi 
that remember this that Imam Ghazali between those who praised him and those who criticized him my nanima my mother Allah give Jannatul Firdaus we were very young we used to sit on the tapet sit on the you know what is tapet lino we used to sit on the cement and they used to tell us stories Hazrat Pirane Pir Hazrat Sina Sheikh Abdul Qadir Jilani Imam Abu Hanifa Hazrat Junaid Baghdadi some stories till today I can't find the reference must be a cooked up story some of them but that wasn't important the important was that they instilled within us the love for Islam. But today we're telling our children Hollywood stories and Bollywood stories and all this, TikTok stories and toxic stories. Therefore, they carry on just like clowns sometimes. You must remember that. So that is how you, those of you who know Arabic, go get the book and go read it. Ibn al-Khattatib, I'm a student, I'm a son of this primary madrasas. Anyway, you remove the madrasa, go ask Allama Iqbal. They asked him, we have log bus madrasa maparate. He said, babe, that I went to Spain and I saw what happened there. You must make qadr of these ulama and teachers who are teaching in your primary madrasas. Otherwise, you will end up just like Spain after 700, 800 years rule. See, I gave you who? Sheikh Yusuf Qardawi Ibn al-Khattatib and remember Allama Iqbal as they used to call him. So inshallah we make dua now and jazakallah khair to you of his wadi, my brother Tobela, two parts, right Tobela? Two parts you must remember and inshallah I will send out that also podcast on Mi'raj which we delivered today there, Dalum Zakaria, it's in Urdu, about 24-25 minutes or something and make dua, we thank all the directors our Haji Muhammad Ikhlas and the capital team and remember all the directors of Radio Ansar, Radio of uh, Ansarias FM, Faisal Asmal, Yusuf Asmal, our brother Butigani, Muhammad Khan, Allah Ta'ala grant him Shifa, Afia and remember our Maulana's Ahmad Dokrat, Hafizullah, Mawn Abdulaziz Amot, and all of you, and make special, special dua. Allahumma barik lana fi Rajab wa Shaban wa Balighna Ramadan, and Almighty Allah give victory to Hamas and to our Mujahideen, our Taliban, and all of them. Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. Allahumma la uhsi thanaan alayk. Anta kama athnayt ala nafsik. Allahumma laka shukru kullu. Walaka alhamdu kullu. Walaka almulku kullu. Biyadika alkhair. Innaka ala kulli shayin qadir. Allahumma swalli wa sallim wa barik ala sayyidina wa habibina wa shafina Muhammadin sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Rabbana atina fi dunya hasanatan wa fil akhirati hasanatan wa qina adhaban nar. Rabbana ظلمنا أنفسنا وإن لم تغفر لنا وترحمنا لنكونن من الخاسرين ربنا هب لنا من أزواجنا وذرياتنا قرة عين وجلنا لمتقين إماما اللهم إزل الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم انصر الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم انصر المجاهدين المستضافين المظلومين في كل مكان اللهم عليك باليهود الظالمين المحتلين الغاصبين الملؤونين يا رب العالمين اللهم أحصيم عددا واقتلهم بددا ولا تبق منهم أحدا اللهم أرنا أجائب قدرتك اللهم سلت عليهم كلبا من كلابك يا رب العالمين اللهم أخرجهم من المجد الأقصى أذلة صاغرين يا رب العالمين اللهم احفظ بلاد الحرمين الشريفين من كل سوء ومكروه اللهم اطهر المجد الأقصى من اليهود الغاصبين اللهم في مرضانا مد المسلمين وارحم موتانا موت المسلمين 
اللہ منصور ہم فی غزہ یا رب العالمین اللہ علیک بل یہود ظالمین ومن والا ہم اللہ مشدود و اتکا علا جوش اسرائیلین و جوش امریکیین و اعداء الدین اللہ مشدود و اتکا علیہم یا رب العالمین رب سرنی للقوم المفسدین رب سرنا للقوم المفسدین وعفو انا واغفل لنا وارحمنا انت مولانا فانصرنا للقوم الكافرین فانصرنا للقوم اليہود الظالمین یا رب العالمین یا اللہ ہمارے گناہوں کو معاف فرما دیجئے یا اللہ ستاری کا معاملہ فرما دیجئے دنیا میں بھی آخرت میں بھی یا اللہ آخری گری ہو تو کلمہ طیبہ نصیب فرما بہترین سب سے بہترین دن وہی بنا دیجئے جس دن آپ ہی سے ملاقات ہو یا اللہ اللہم اجعل خیر ایامنا یومن القاکفی یا اللہ حبیبنا مصطفی رسول اللہ صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم کی شفاعت او سفارش نصیب فرما یا اللہ ہمارے بائی شفاعت احمد خان کا انتقال ہو گیا یا اللہ ان کی بال بال مغفرت فرما دیجئے ان کی قبر کو منور فرما دیجئے ان کے خانہ اور اہل خانہ والے کو صبر جمیل عطا فرما دیجئے یا اللہ جو گناہ کی یا اللہ اس کو جہے مغفرت فرما دیجئے یا اللہ ہمارے مغفرت فرما دیجئے یا اللہ ہمارے مجاہدین جان کی بازی لگا رہے بچے بچے شہید ہو رہے ٹکرے ٹکرے ہو رہے یا ان کی اللہ ان کی خون کو ضائع نہ فرما یا اللہ ان کی قربانی کا قبول فرما یا اللہ یہ یہود ناپاک نجیس ملعونین ہے یا اللہ آپ ہی نے فرمایا یا اللہ ان کو عبرتن للمعتبرین بنا دے یا اللہ ان کو نکال دے یا اللہ وہاں سے اور مسلمان کو جو ہے آپ جو ہے تسلط عطا فرمائے مجد الاقصہ کی فلسطین کی یا اللہ سب کچھ آپ کے ہاتھ میں ہے آپ تو فعال لما یرید ہو یا اللہ آپ انکا لا کل شین قدیر یا اللہ ہمارے امید ہے یا اللہ اللہ محقق رجاءنا اللہ ملا تو خیب رجاءنا اللہ مستجیب دعاءنا قول اللہ تعالی فی شان حبیبی ان اللہ ملائکتہو یسلون علی النبی یا ایو الذین آمنو سلو علیہ وسلمو تسلیمہ اللہ مسولی وسلم مبارک علی سیدنا وحبیبنا وشفینا محمد صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم ربنا تقبل منا انکا انتا سمی العلیم یا اللہ جو حضرات مکہ میں ہیں مدینہ میں عمرہ کے لئے زیارت ان کی زیارت اور عمرہ سب قبول فرما دیجئے یا رب العالمین سبحان ربک رب العزت اما اشفون وسلام مرسلین والحمدللہ رب العالمین let me give you the rundown of the program to come 4pm the news inshallah with Mohana Zahid Khan day after my brother Hafiz Yusuf Kala and the Asar Adhan 4.10 Nazar ki hifazat look after your gaze and your eyesight meaning they don't look at haram things by Sheikh Hanif in Urdu 4.10 to 5 5 o'clock Mulana Elias Patel is Pingo Beach concern for our children 6 to 7 places to visit in Saudi Arabia that is Taif, Khaybar, Tabuk various places besides Makkah, Mukarramah, Madina, Munawara 7 o'clock to 8 Majlis of Mona Dawood, Siddhat Sab 8 o'clock to 9 Mona Musa Lahir with his program for the kiddies and three the shining stars 9 to 10 Mona Salim Karim the repeat of his program of Thursday night 10 o'clock Dawood by Sheikh Ahmad Didat Rahimahullah inviting the non-Muslims and then 11 o'clock Tabligh and Dawood the importance by Hazrat Mona Ibrahim Devlas of Hafizahullah so wonderful programs tomorrow we will see you inshallah
Salim Kareem, 4 o'clock, and then I'll join you 4.15, inshallah, till around 10 past 5, and then more Salim Kareem will continue. Jazakallah khair to all of you. Inshallah, Brother Tobela will prepare the podcast. We will send it out, inshallah, within the next hour or so. Jazakallah khairan. Make dua for this sinner as well, and the Ummat Muslima. Assalamu alaikum. And of his wadi, barakallah fikum to you. Jazakallah khair. Assalamu alaikum. Wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.